This is Sound and Vision from KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. Rufus Wainwright was scheduled to release a new album on April 24th, but because of the coronavirus pandemic, that album release has now been moved to July. The album is called Unfollow the Rules. I caught up with Rufus Wainwright last week to talk about the record. I first asked him about his decision process to postpone the release. Yeah, I know there, there was a real debate in terms of how to uh, release Unfollow the Rules. I mean, there was initially there was uh, there was a push to maybe, you know, release uh, digitally first uh, on the original date, uh, the whole record, um, just with the idea of giving, you know, the public something, especially in these trying times. But of course, and, and the reason, you know, uh, it, it could only be digital is that all the all the the hard copies, the vinyl and the CDs, it's they're all it's all just locked up in a warehouse now and no and it's really lower on the list in terms of priorities of things that have to be d- d- delivered properly. So, but then by the end of the day, um I realized that uh you know, especially with this record, um, the tactile experience of of really getting a product and really looking at the artwork, and especially now that vinyl has become so much more important in the process again. Um, you know, I worked really hard on the artwork and and worked really hard on on, on you know setting the lyrics and placing them and stuff. That uh, you know, I just wanted the the full full experience to be offered to the to the listener and. Uh, so that was one reason. The other reason is that, you know, no major company is working on all cylinders at the moment in general. Everybody's still figuring out what to do. And, and I think by July, I'm hoping that by July, it's, it's more, um, we have a better sense of, of, of how the world is in general. Yeah, I hope so, too. So during during quarantine, you've been posting videos on your Facebook page every day of what you call robe recitals or quarantunes, um, where you play a song a day in your living room while wearing your robe. Hi, it's Rufus Wainwright, day 45, 46, 45, I think. Quarantunes, robe recitals. And uh, yeah, I'm going to do a song for my first record. It's called Imaginary Love. Okay, here we go. Do you feel like the coronavirus has forced you to think of new ways to connect with fans or, or different ways to perform? Yeah, well, I mean, I um, I have, you know, with the, 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 the issue of, of not putting out my album when it was supposed to be and, and subsequently canceling, you know, Oh God, dozens of shows, um, at least. Um, yeah, I, I felt it necessary to keep on putting music out regardless and, and, and investigating new, um, avenues and, and yeah, the, the quarantines has been really, really great. It's very easy for me to do. Uh, you know, I just, just one song a day in my bathrobe and, uh, it's become quite popular. And, uh, and I'm also, I have to say a little bit impressed with myself in terms of the fact that I, I think we're on day 45 today and I've done, you know, 45 of my songs. Every, every day is different. So I've written, you know, that's, that's a lot of music. <laughs> so, so it's kind of nice to be, uh, to be uh, reminded that I've, you know, worked hard over the years. Um, I've also uh, done some benefits, you know, for the World Health Organization. I've also now, you know, my family is, is, is in the midst of compiling a track that we're going to release together, you know, all of us singing, a, a beautiful folk song. So, 
so yeah, I think I think it gives I think it gives um I, I think there's a lot of different avenues that one can explore, and I think that's fantastic. Um, I do feel though that the that the audience will want the live experience at some point, um, and and that there'll be there there is an aching that has developed for for you know human contact that uh, that that when when we can all be in the room together. Uh, again, it'll 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 be pretty fantastic. Yeah, I hope so too. You had mentioned earlier in the interview, you know, putting out a video of your family, you know, singing together, and you have a lot of really interesting ties to just, you know, music legacy and in general. You know, your father is Loudon Rainwright, a folk artist, and and actually, yeah. your daughter um, is the is the granddaughter of Leonard Cohen. You were a sperm donor yeah. to his daughter, and have uh, a daughter yourself with Leonard Cohen's daughter, if that makes any sense, that that whole lineage yes. there. But anyways, I understand yeah. that your daughter um, inspired the the title of the of this album, Unfollow the Rules. Can you talk about the story behind Unfollow the Rules? Yeah, yeah. No, she's a, a very precocious child. Uh, we, we have, you know, we share custody with her. We, we have we have her 50 percent of the time with her mother. So it's it's uh, she lives with both 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 the Cohen side and the Wainwright side. And, um, and she's, she's a very lucky child because <laughs> they're both very interesting areas. Um, anyways, but she, um, yeah, one day she, she just walked into the living room and we were all sitting around and, and she, uh, she expressed, uh, or, or, or should I say she's almost announced, uh, uh, the fact that, you know, she didn't, she, she no longer wanted to, she just, she, she would like to unfollow the rules. <laughs> and then promptly walked out of the living room and everybody was left sort of jaw dropped. And, um, and I just immediately thought that was a great expression and then wrote a song and then, and then very mathematically almost it became the title of the record because I, everyone I spoke to, uh, in terms of, of, of titles and, and concepts, you know, that it just, everybody started coming back to that expression. So, so it's, uh, it's scientifically proven. <laughs> <laughs> to unfollow the rules. I like that. So what I love about your music is, you know, you're a contemporary artist, but you bring in aesthetics of classical music, opera and musical theater in your work. And you've actually written an opera yourself. And I understand yes. one of the singles off your new record, uh, Trouble in Paradise, was actually written for a musical. There's always trouble. Can you tell me about the song Trouble in Paradise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Trouble in Paradise um, was written years ago for uh, the idea of a musical about the fashion world uh, with my friends uh, Victor and Rolf, who are incredible uh, designers in, uh, in Amsterdam. Anyways, but we, so we had this idea of doing a show and, and then of course I immediately gravitated towards you know the concept of having a villain because <laughs> every show is, needs a, a great villain and 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 the more i thought about it the more i realized you know that villain could be loosely based on Anna Wintour who's uh you know the 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 editor of Vogue magazine and um and then i wrote that song now now you know i don't i don't consider it you know a a, tra a trashy number you know i'm 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 not i'm not taking her down in any way um if anything i think it's sort of a love letter to her um, and it's not directly about her. It's more with her aesthetic in mind. Um, but yeah, but needless to say, my, my, you know, Victor and Rolf, who are in the fashion world and very successful, they, they, they immediately came back and said, um, I don't think we can do this if we're going to have, you know, a villainous character based on Anna, Anna Winter, because we don't want her to be mad at us. <laughs> and, uh, 
and uh, and we decided to not go forward with the show um, for several reasons because we had other projects that took over. But one of them being that you know you don't want to piss off Anna Wintour if you're in the fashion world. So so uh, I learned my lesson there. Again, I just I absolutely love the way that you present your your music, and as as someone you know myself who who got a degree in classical voice, I, I get it. But I, I'm I'm wondering if sometimes you know throughout your career you've gotten pushback from the music industry about how you fuse opera, theater, classical music into your contemporary stuff. Is there a certain balance you need to be mindful of in order to reach the masses? Oh no, I've been I've been I've been teased uh, for many many years. Uh, <laughs> And 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 you know, uh, lectured occasionally by 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 industry giants. Um, in fact, one of my favorite uh, vignettes is that I, I I was on Interscope for a few years, which is a huge label. I mean, that was you know, Katy Perry, and it was a real pop pop record label. Anyway, so I was I was on that label and pretty you know I was kind of at the bottom of the barrel. And at one point, I had a meeting with Jimmy Iovine, who uh, was a huge you know a hugely successful uh, industry king and uh, and I played him a song for my new record and 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 at the end he turned to me he said he kind of said like what the hell can I do with this it's really good <laughs> <laughs> you know and you know it, this is really good what can I do with it so uh, as if to be good was like sort of a you know, a problem. So, so it's, uh, yeah, no, I, I've had to deal with that the whole time, but, but that being said, I, I think having stuck to my guns and having been really, really un, 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 unremitting, uh, you know, and, and what my message, um, I, 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 you know, I've lasted longer and even though I haven't made, you know, tons of money or anything, um, I've, I've, I've nonetheless survived, which is, which is hard to do. Yeah. Well, good for you and good for sticking with it. I've really enjoyed your music over the past few years or even decades. So coming back to, you know, your your most recent album, Unfollow the Rules, um, you have two other singles that you've released so far, um, and they both kind of touch on themes of loneliness. You hear it in the first lines of the song, Damsel in Distress. Will you forever be? And prominently in your song, Alone Time. Do these songs bring different meaning to you during these times that we're now in social isolation when it comes to this idea of loneliness? Yeah, well, I mean, I think for me, Damsel in Distress is more of a kind of homage to the spirit in which this album was made, which is that I, you know, my husband and I now live in Laurel Canyon and and we're pretty good friends with Joni Mitchell. And, and you know, I, I, I know a lot of the, the remaining kind of set of, of that incredible group of individuals, you know, like people like um, Jackson Brown and 
Stephen Stills and stuff like that. So, so that song was written with that spirit in mind. So musically, it, 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 that's where I place it. I think that Alone Time is very prescient at the moment. It's a song, you know, we, when, we, when we found out that we couldn't release the album last week and that, and that we, you know, we would be, it, we, it would be pushed to July 10th, um, we felt the real, a real strong need to release something regardless. And, and we released Alone Time with the full knowledge that this was, you know, this is really a song that, uh, that that should speak to people at the moment w- in terms of what's going on and this period that we're in where, you know, we're all, everybody's having to focus inward and stop and really contemplate, you know, what it, what it means to be an individual, you know, um, both for our own safety and for those around us. So, so it's, um, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm hoping that it's a, a nice addition to this uh, very introspective period we're in at the moment. Yeah. I've been speaking with Rufus Wainwright. His upcoming album, Unfollow the Rules, is scheduled to come out in July. Rufus, thank you so much for chatting today. Thank you. I need a little long time, a little dream time, but don't worry, I will be back, baby. That was Sound and Vision. Thanks so much for listening. And please take two minutes of your time and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It really makes a difference and makes it easier for other people to discover this podcast. Also, KEXP is a publicly funded station. If you have the means, please consider giving a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks so much for listening.